Welcome to Letter to Philippi Live, our daily time looking at Paul's letter to the Philippians. And today we'll be continuing our study in Paul's letter to Philippi, the letter to the Philippians, with uh, looking at chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, as we come to Paul's concluding his letter to the people of Philippi with his words of conclusion, his, his, his final words to the people of Philippi. And then he'll be looking. At, well, then we'll be looking at verses two and three, an issue of disunity in the community between two leaders of the community, Evodia and Syntyche, two women who are in leadership in the Philippian Messianic community, who are in disagreement. There's an issue that's dividing them, and threatens to divide the whole Messianic community in Philippi. If people will take sides, well, I'm for Evodia or I'm for Syntyche. So Paul here, as he's concluding his letter to the Philippians is bringing out this issue of disunity that he's heard about between these two women leaders in the community and wants them to deal with it. And he also calls one of the, uh, the other leaders in the community, Sisygus, uh, to join in along with the other leaders in the community to bring these two women leaders together for the sake of their own walk with one another and also for the Messianic community in Philippi, for there to be unity among the whole community starting with leadership with these two women, Avodi and Syntyche. So that's what we're looking to today in our study in, in Paul's Letter to Philippi. This is Letter to Philippi Live, a daily broadcast from Letter to Philippi, a new Messian and Jewish theological teaching organization, of which I'm the founder and the teacher of this class. My name is Sean Emsley. And this is an ongoing work of Letter to Philippi, a new, as I said, new Messianic Jewish organization focused on building a Messianic Jewish theology for the future that glorifies Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, magnifies the name of the God of Israel, honors the Torah and respects Jewish tradition, and lives within Jewish space and community. We seek to build a Messianic Jewish theology, an understanding of Jewish life within following the Messiah of Israel, Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, living a Judaism that gives honor to Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, and is empowered by him who is our Messiah, who is our life, both now and forevermore. So we begin with a word of prayer, and uh, then we'll go into our study looking at Philippians 4, 1 through 3, Paul's closing words, and then finally him confronting this issue of disunity in the Messianic community in Philippi. O Lord, you're good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for each new day you give us to look into your holy word, to, to read these words of your holy servant, Paul, and seek to become more and more and more like the Messiah each day, become more and more in Messiah, and integrate our lives into the life of Yeshua, who is our source of life, both now and forevermore. We thank you for this day. We thank you for these lessons we're going to learn today from this letter to Philippi. And we thank you for Yeshua, the name above all names to which we give honor and glory and in whose name we pray. Amen. So we begin today looking at Philippians 4, 1 through 3. And we'll begin with Philippians chapter 4, verse 1, which reads as the following. So my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, my dear friends, keep standing firm 
in union with the Lord. As the victor in athletic competitions would receive a prize, usually an olive branch or wreath or crown, Paul considers his relationship and ministering to the Philippians to be his prize for his faithful service and great source of joy in his final days. As we said throughout this letter, we see the deep love that Paul had for the Philippians and the Philippians had for Paul. This was a, a relationship a special relationship that Paul had with the people in Philippi that he he was much stronger than he had with any of the other messianic communities. There is a deep love, a deep shared love between Paul and the Philippians and the Philippians and Paul. And he's here as he's concluding this letter to them, says that that they stand as a great source of joy for him, that their faithfulness to the message of the Messiah, their faithfulness in serving the Messiah, their faithfulness in being co-workers with him and making Messiah known in Philippi. He understood that as, as like an athlete receiving an award, an olive branch or wreath at the end of a, a, of a competition. He sees them, their faithful lives, their faithful witness to the Messiah, as a crown, as, a, as as an award for his life faithfulness, they they truly demonstrated a life lived for the Messiah, and their faithfulness showed that Paul's work in his life was faithfully done and was successful despite all the the troubles and difficulties of his life. He knew that the people of Philippi got the message of the Messiah, got the words of Yeshua, and were putting them into practice in their lives. And he saw them, their faithful lives, their faithfulness to the Messiah as a reward, as a reward for his faithful service. Paul shares the Philippians are a great joy to him, and despite his much suffering and his impending execution under Nero, he can rejoice that their faith, the faith of the Philippians in Yeshua, and they're growing more and more and more like the Messiah, is a spiritual reward, a crown for there and his faithfulness to God. He understands that one, the people in Philippi, by their faithfulness, has earned, earned the spiritual reward, a crown for their faithfulness, their right living, their following the ways of Messiah. And for Paul, he understands that their faithfulness shows the import and the success of his work in making the Messiah known the people of Philippi example the life of the Messiah and makes, makes sure that despite all the difficulties of his life, all the suffering that he had done and gone through for the Messiah was rewarded in the Philippians. The Philippians he considered a crown for his life of service to the Messiah. Now we move to Paul dealing with disunity in the community in verses 2 and 3. And verse 2 we read, I beg of Odia, I'll put that back on the screen. I beg of Odia and I beg Syntyche to agree with each other in union with the Lord.
I also request you, loyal Sisygus, to help these women where they have worked hard proclaiming the good news with me, along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. So first we, we see here, that there's, these are two women in the congregation, Avodia and Syndiki. Again, I'll read verse two. I beg Avodia and I beg Syndiki to agree with each other in union with the Lord. As Paul concludes this letter, he mentions the possible primary reason for this letter, confronting the disunity in the community because of the disagreement between Avodia and Syntyche, two women in leadership positions among the Yeshua believers in Philippi. Paul now knew the conflicts among the leaders of the community would be detrimental to the community, and therefore he took this opportunity in this letter, his final words to the people of Philippi, to confront the division between these two prominent women in Philippi. Paul uses the Greek word parakaleo, meaning beg, urge, exhort, appeal to, to show the importance of this issue to him and the negative effect on the whole community with these two leaders being in disunity. Throughout the letter, Paul has been dealing with the importance of humility, with positive examples of himself in chapter 1, the ultimate example of humility, Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, in chapter 2. We see Timothy and Epaphroditus also in chapter 2, two flesh and blood people following the examples of the Messiah, and contrasting negative examples of humility in chapter 3. Given Paul's emphasis in the letter on humility and the importance of humility leading to unity, Paul sheds light on the issue of pride and a lack of humility in the relationship of Vodi and Syndiki. As we've seen throughout the letter, Paul focuses on humility the importance of humility following the, the humble example of the Messiah, the humble, self-sacrificial example of Yeshua. And he calls, calls the people of Philippi, and us by example, to take on that humble, self-sacrificing way of life of the Messiah. And we see that, that uh, the negative or the opposite of humility is pride. So in this, in this issue, we see Paul dealing with the lack of, lack of, unity in the community, which could be an issue deriving from pride, whereas humility and self-sacrifice lead to unity. Pride leads to disunity. Paul sheds light on the issue of pride and lack of humility in the relationship of Vodi and Syndiki, which not only affected them personally, but also was an issue of concern for the whole Philippian Messianic community. Paul twice used the word phroneo, which means referring specifically to the attitude of people to one another. Paul's first use of phreneo was to describe Yeshua's humble mindset in Philippians 2.5, where Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, left his place in the heavenlies as the divine son to enter our world as a baby, born in a humble setting, to live a life of humility, to die the death of a slave, but to, raise, to rise from it in and again to return to his greatness as the divine son, to reign forever. But Paul now uses the word for now again, imploring a vodi and syntyche to, for it to be unified for the sake of the community. Paul's reminding these women that their mindset 
their mindset should be that of the Messiah and calling them to put aside their wrong attitudes in order to model Yeshua, who is their ultimate example. As Yeshua, righteous Messiah, had the mindset of, of humility and self-sacrifice that took him from his place as the divine son to enter our world humbly as a baby. Paul is calling, calling these two women, Evodia and Syntyche, to have the mind of Messiah, to have the humble, self-sacrificial mindset that would end their disunity, would end their disagreement with them, would put aside whatever issue of pride that is holding them back from being unified as leaders in the community. And an example to the people in Philippi of those following the Messiah, as they were in position of authority, a position of responsibility, a position of leadership, a position of example, that Paul calls them to be unified one with another, to put aside their differences, to be unified between themselves, and also to bring unity to the community. As I said, there was concern that, as with it, there could be taking sides within communities. So some people say, I'm with Avodia, others say, I'm with Syntyche. And this would bring a disunity in the community. And Paul calls these two women to come together to model the humility and self-sacrifice of Yeshua and calling them to put aside their wrong attitude to model Yeshua, who was the ultimate example of humility and self-sacrifice. Unity in Philippi within any messianic unity requires the people to follow the example of Yeshua and model this self-sacrificing humility, especially those who are in leadership, those who have a position of authority in the community, a position of service to the community, must model the Messiah. And these two women of Odin and Syntyche at this point were not modeling the Messiah. They were, they were having an issue of disagreement between them that was not resolved and, and, and put at risk the whole Messianic community, as they were the ones that the people were to model, as they were modeling the Messiah. They were not modeling the Messiah at this time. They were not modeling the humility and self-sacrifice of Yeshua. So Paul calls them to put aside what, what has brought them into disunity, to come together for their own sakes, for their own spiritual lives, their own lives together, but also for the life of the Messianic community in Philippi, to be a communal representation of Yeshua the Messiah. Such behavior was important. Messiah-like humility was important for leaders such as Vodian Syntyche, who were in a position of influence in their community. As Paul modeled Messiah, he expected those in leadership to do the same. In verse 3, we read, Are we on verse 3? I also request loyal Syzygus to help these women, for they have worked hard proclaiming the good news with me, along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Paul here now appeals to Syzygus, a proper name in David H. Stern's translation, to help bring unity to the Philippian community by assisting Avodia and Syntyche to resolve the issues that divides them. So now, now as Paul is called Avodia and Syntyche to resolve their differences, he now calls on other leaders and communities, 
Sisygus here is the first one he'll he will call on. Later he'll call on Clement and the other fellow workers, the other those the elders and deacons in the community in Philippi that come together to bring these women back to union with one another and also to union for the Messianic community. Interesting, some translations do not use Sisychus as a proper name. For example, the English Standard Version uses the word companion, the English translation of the Greek word Sisychus, where the person referred, person Paul refers to, to call these women together. To, that Doctor Stern in his in his complete Jewish Bible in the Jewish New Testament took this 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 word Sisychus, which means companion, and made it into a proper name. Other translations just translate it from the Greek to English and use companion. But in here, here we have, as we're looking looking at the commentary on Dr. Stern's translation, that he actually uses the name Sisygus here as a proper name, which means companion in Greek. Paul referred to Vodian Syntyches as fellow workers, a reverence to their close working relationship with Paul in ministry. Like Paul, they would have faced persecution for the commitment to the work of spreading the good news of Messiah. As leaders in the community, their lack of unity affects the whole community. Throughout his letter, Paul calls the Philippians to unity through modeling the humility of Yeshua. As he now closes the letter, he calls for unity and humility to begin among the leaders of the community, especially between Avodi and Syntyche, as they, like Paul, serve as examples for the people. In addressing the conflict between these two women leaders, Paul stresses the importance of accountability for all in the Philippian Messian community, for the leaders to everyone who is a part of the Messian community. Paul's emphasis on the importance of leaders serving as examples of Messiah is a theme throughout the letter. Just as Paul uses himself, Timothy, Epaphroditus, and Clement as examples, he also wants a Vodi and Syndicate to resolve their disunity so they can be examples of Messiah to those people over which they have influence. In the opening words of the letter, in verse 1 of chapter 1, Paul addresses the congregational leaders in Shamashim, the elders and deacons in the community, clarifying that Philippi had an established leadership structure and making sure that the Philippian Messian community's leaders were listening to his message. Right in the opening words, Paul addresses that it is to the, the holy ones in Philippi, including the elders and deacons. So Paul, in, in his opening words to this letter, wants to highlight that there's an issue that, that not only the community, but for those in leadership, those the elders and deacons, the, the, uh, the Zechonim and the Shamashim of the community, that he was going to be dealing with this issue of disunity in the community later in the letter. So in essence, we see in, in the verse one that Paul is alerting those who are in leadership. That there's important leadership lessons that they need to learn in this letter and to be listening for Paul giving these words about bringing together Evodia and Syntyche for the sake of the community, for the sake of these two women's lives walking after Messiah, but also for the life of the whole community. Paul places great importance on the unity and Messiah-like modeling of the leaders. It makes clear his intent 
is to bring voting syndicate back together as one in Messiah, for their own sake as well as for the betterment of the whole community. This is the Philippians highly value the Roman citizenship and the prominence of Philippi as a Roman colony. Paul declares that through their faith in Yeshua, they have even greater citizenship, which we looked at yesterday. Citizenship as one written in the book of life. Citizenship in heaven. And Paul is calling them to understand this, that they are citizens of heaven. And the import is for them to model the heavenly life of the Messiah, to model the Messiah. They are living now in the light of the Messiah, and they should model their lives after his humility, after his self-sacrifice, and to bring unity in the community by living as a community, walking in the way of Yeshua. We can see in the prophetic words of Isaiah, in Isaiah 4.3, where he, he said, those left in Sion and remaining in Jerusalem will be called holy, and everyone in Jerusalem written down for life. The book of life is a Jewish concept that plays a, a prominent role in the final judgment described in the book of Revelation, and also in the high holiday liturgy of Rosh Hashanah. So Paul is bringing bringing this concept of the of the book of life of these that these co-workers of him in Messiah in Philippi are written in the book of life and they are to model the life of the world to come by living in humility, living in self-sacrifice, living modeling the master because the point of the world to come is union with the Messiah, life eternal with the God of Israel and life eternal living in the, the ways of the one to which we call Lord. So Paul is calling, is calling Yevodia and Syntyche to come together, and also calling the other leaders in the community, including Sisygus and Clement and others, those in the, in the Zechonim and Shamashim in the community, the elders and deacons, to be unified together, to bring these two women who are in, in dispute back together, for their sake and for the sake of the community, and for all in the community of Philippi, and for those reading this letter nearly 2,000 years later, to in our own Messianic communities, to seek to live each of our lives humbly and in a self-sacrificing way, and to bring unity in our communities by modeling the Messiah, who was the greatest example, Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, the greatest example of humility the greatest example of self-sacrifice. And as we model the Messiah, we build a community that makes Messiah known by its, its existence, by it being a light in this dark world. So bringing together those who are in leadership is important. The unity of, of those who are in leadership in the Messianic communities is vitally important for the, the health, the growth, and the witness of the, of the Messianic community to be unified following the example of Yeshua, righteous Messiah. And Paul here, as he's concluding the letter to the people of Philippi, wants to be sure that this issue is dealt with for the sake of the women who are, who are involved, Evodia and Syntyche, but also for the whole health of the, of the Philippian community, that unity in our communities are based on modeling the Messiah and living 
like the Messiah, who is the greatest example of humility and self-sacrifice. In so doing, we can be communities that shine the light of Messiah in our dark world. So that will include our time of teaching today. This we were looking today at Philippians 4, 1 through 3, and Paul dealing with an issue of disunity in the community. And uh, we will continue on tomorrow with uh, verses 4 through 6, looking at living in union with the Messiah as, as we continue on, as Paul's t- teaching the people of Philippi, and us by example, about understanding our new life in the Messiah and living now in union with the Messiah and modeling the Messiah more and more each day of our lives. So again, this is Letter to Philippi Live. My name is Sean Imsley. I'm the founder of Letter to Philippi Incorporated, a new Messian and Jewish theological teaching organization, and the teacher of this class, our daily class, Monday through Friday, at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Chicago Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 10 p.m. Jerusalem Time. And we continue our daily study through Paul's Letter to Philippians, We should be, in the next few days, completing the letter to Philippi. This will be our third time going through the book of Philippi since we started on June 1st. And as we get into the new year, 2022, we'll be starting our fourth time going through, finding new insights each time as we look at Paul's letter to Philippi. And we look forward to new opportunities for, for both online teaching offline teaching and uh, and uh, print print works coming out in 2022 looking to put together a a uh, group Bible study on the book of Philippians and and a study guide for the book of Philippians that we'll be looking to get out in 2022 and also as we said we have our in the final day of Passover we'll have in our our Seudot Mashiach uh, Messiah's Feast, which will be a live event, but also live streamed as we conclude Passover with a a service and meal focusing on the life, death, resurrection, and soon return glory of Yeshua, righteous Messiah. And we'll give you more information as that comes together. As I said, will be a live event, but also will be, be live streamed so those both locally and throughout the world can participate in this glorious time of honoring Yeshua as we conclude the Passover. So thank you for watching today. Blessings and shalom to everyone. And again, we will be back tomorrow with Letter to Philippi Live. If you have any questions about our work, go to lettertophilippi.org. And there you can watch previous class videos. You can ask any questions you have about our work. You can purchase our uh, my commentary on Philippians on our resources page. You can make a contribution to our work as we conclude this year and move into 2022. We truly appreciate your financial contribution to our work, either a one-time or ongoing contribution. You can read our uh, Messianic Jewish book reviews. We'll be adding adding at least two new book reviews each month on books by Messianic Jewish authors and also books from the academic world focusing on the Paul within Judaism school of thought and also other books that are reflective and can be used for us in building a Messian and Jewish theology for the future and understanding walking Yeshua life and Jewish life hand in hand and walking a unified life as, as 
Messianic Jews, and those from the nations brought closer to the God of Israel, understanding our life in Messiah, and becoming more and more and more in Messiah each day as we look into, into God's Word, looking into, into our lives and model our lives after the Messiah. So again, go to letterphilippi.org. You can find any information you want, and also, uh, as I said, you can you can make a contribution to our work. You can leave a prayer request. I want to be praying for you. And anything else you want to know about our work, you can contact us there at lettertophilippi.org. Thank you for watching. Have a blessed day, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow as we look at verses 4 through 6 of chapter 4, Living in Union with Messiah. And thank you for watching. Shalom.